0: Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,521. The topic is nutrition and the title is Regaining Discipline After Reaching a Goal. So I have a client, they just lost, uh, well not just lost, but they lost 40 pounds and it took us about six months of dining. We didn't do it like as fast as possible. So six months wasn't as fast as we would need, you know, to do 40 pounds. But we did it in a way in which they learned a lot about nutrition. They learned how to be more consistent with their eating and picking better foods, but foods that fit their lifestyle. So this is a was a result of learning how to eat healthy that is going to be the rest of their life. Like, this is how they're going to eat the rest of their life. So I was really a very, very happy with the rate of loss, because that was uh, six months is roughly 24 weeks, which is an average of a pound and a half that they have lost per week. Now, it didn't happen at that rate. Weight loss always happens, like, in stages and goes through little plateaus. That's just normal. But a pound and a half per week average over six months is a really good average, very consistent average uh, in the sense of it didn't, taper off, you know, in the, in the later months, they were able to keep it like the driving, uh, results as they went. But it was awesome that it's now in a way that they eat in a healthy manner and they're going to be able to keep the weight off. So they're what they did to get the 40 pounds on, they're no longer doing. So it's going to stay off now. So this required paying attention to their food choices and tracking their macros, uh, using like a, uh, nutrition tracking app, uh, every day. Now, along the way, they did make mistakes, and that's okay, they're human, (laughs) I would never expect somebody to be perfect, Uh, unless they're going for like maybe a pro card uh, in aesthetics, then you don't get much leeway to make any mistakes, but for regular people just wanting to live a healthy life and look better, uh, you know, overall, it doesn't take perfection, so they actually messed up, I went through, I went back through and counted, they messed up 16 days. Out of a total of 168 days. So that's freaking awesome. They were over 90% adherent. Which is amazing. Uh, And on those 16 days. They either missed their calorie or their protein target in some way. Um, And... That is actually amazing adherence. That is much higher adherence level than most clients I work with. So congratulations to them. But I wanted to point out that they were extremely successful. They lost 40 pounds, an average of a pound and a half a week, and they still messed up. So you don't have to be perfect to be successful. I want people to know that. Uh, Now, 16, only missing 16 days out of 168 is damn near perfect. That's freaking awesome. But again... I want people to know if you miss one or two days, don't just give up. You know, even if you miss a week, don't give up. Keep going. You know, you don't have to be perfect to be successful. Now, since reaching their goal, we've relaxed for two months in order to hold their new body weight. There's a thing called a set point, which is when you're not paying attention to what you're doing nutritionally. You're not overeating, you're not undereating, you're just kind of not paying attention. Your body tends to kind of hover around a certain weight, and that would be considered your set point. And non-scientifically, it's basically just your body decides, this is where I'm happy to stay. I can stay here unless I'm pushed to change. So we were resetting their set point to be this new 40-pound lighter body weight. And it worked really well. So during the two months, they messed up more days than they normally did, but we weren't in as much of a caloric deficit. We were just kind of saying, hey, you know, can we hold this weight plus or minus a couple pounds for a while and then see if the body just kind of, can learn to live here. That also gives us time for the skin to tighten up. So when you lose body fat at a rate of a pound and a half per week, your skin doesn't tighten as fast as the fat is coming out from underneath it. So we had to give extra time for the skin to tighten, which actually makes them appear even leaner as it does that, which is freaking awesome. So it actually looks like they're continuing to lose fat when they're actually holding their body weight. It's just their skin is getting tighter. Then we wanted the body to be able to kind of heal itself from the the stress of the dieting. So they reestablished more of a normal cortisol level. Uh, We gave it, you know, the right amount of calories nutrition and stuff to hold its body weight, which was then enough that there was excess to heal any muscle issues, joint issues. They didn't have any that we were aware of, but there's underlying issues, I'm sure, from being underfed and still training. So we gave time for the body to fix all that stuff. We basically wanted his body to get back to kind of like a happy state. Rather than feeling super stressed all the time, we wanted the body to kind of say, okay, if this is where I'm going to live now, I want to live here happy. (laughs) So we did that, and they were able to successfully hold their weight during those two months. And they did actually appear leaner in their photos due to the skin tightening. So that was all really good stuff. And now that we're getting back into kind of wanting to push for something that's next, they said that they want to push for strength and muscle growth. So now that they're kind of at a body weight they're okay with, they're at a leanness that they're okay with, they would like to get a little stronger and have a little bigger muscles in certain muscle areas. So they want to get bigger chest, uh, and shoulders, and then continue to build everything else, but they really want a big chest and shoulders. So I was like, okay. So we started pushing for strength, pushing for muscle growth. And that involved that we actually had to increase his calories. So he was super nervous at first, thinking he's just going to gain all of his 40 pounds of fat back, uh, but not, of course not. So we're increasing his calories. But what we found is, in the first two weeks back to kind of trying to be re-disciplined with our nutrition, he said his motivation is kind of low. He's struggling to eat enough on some days, and, and he's just flat out feeling on some days. He's like, yeah, I know I'm behind. I just... And did feel like eating more to try to catch up. And it's like, oh, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> you know, like to know that you're screwing up and then just be like, meh, <laughs> that's not a good place to be. So he said he's not feeling the same fire to hit his targets as he did during the dieting phase. So I wanted to kind of just touch on five things that we all can consider when we're trying to regain discipline or regain motivation after reaching a goal and this it's not all it's not all people and it's not everyone but i just wanted to throw some things out there for you to think through so the first thing is that willpower is a muscle and it needs time to recover so we've talked about this a little bit before but if i go into the gym i beat up my muscles Uh, You know, say I train legs. I'm not going to come in the next day and train legs, and the next day and train legs, the next day and train legs. Like, there's a certain amount of recovery time that we know, scientifically proven, we've done the research on it, that we know the muscles need X amount of time to recover before there's any value in really training them again. Now, there are special cases where I'll have people train... Uh, muscles on back-to-back days. But then we have, um, after those two days, we have a significant amount of recovery time between that. So there's ways you can kind of bend these rules. But we do know that when we train a muscle, we have to then give it time to recover. Our willpower is, it acts pretty much essentially like a muscle does. There's a finite amount of strength in willpower that we have. And we can tap into it, we can drain it, we can really use it. But once it's done, it needs time to recover. And the amount of time that you need to recover is a little bit different for everybody. But in general, most people need about a quarter to half the time that you were to push it. So for example, this client pushed for six months. So they would need anywhere from say two to three months. So one and a half to two to three months, one and a half to three months to kind of recover from that willpower push and that's because this the dieting they did was so intensely well done it's over 90 percent adherent that it was very draining the more adherent you are to a goal the more draining it is because there's just there constant pressure constant pressure so we knew that it was going to take about a month and a half to, to three months but They were saying they were feeling like they were ready, they were excited to go to the next phase, so we waited the two months, kind of like, you know, happy medium there, and then we started pushing. So now that they said, oh crap, you know, I felt like I was ready, but now all of a sudden I realize I'm just, I don't have that same fire, we said, okay, well, that makes sense. So stop beating yourself up, you're not, you know, a lazy piece of crap because you all of a sudden don't want to push as hard, you're totally fine, (laughs) so if you're still within that like a quarter to a half the amount of time that you pushed for something, if you're in that recovery time, it's reasonable that you don't have that full fire back yet. Now, if you're over half the amount, so if you pushed for six months and it's been, you know, four to six months since then, eh, it might be time to kind of like check yourself and say, okay, I've, I've waited long enough. I need to I need to rededicate and get back into this. I need to push myself a little harder here. So you might have a little less self-compassion, not zero self-compassion, please, <laughs> but less self-compassion uh, if it has been that long. Now, everybody reacts differently. So that a, a quarter to a half is just an, uh, like an average that I've seen over clients. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've trained over 3,000 people. I have their names in my computer. Uh, so I have a pretty good idea of what like human averages are at this point but it's, um, it's always a little variant. There's always people on one end and the other end of the spectrum, right? So some people can push, 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 and other people, they need more time to recover. And a lot of that also factors into what's happening outside of the gym. You know, if you have stressful work environment, stressful relationships, stressful living environment, you're going to grad school, maybe you're going back to, you know, some kind of schooling for something. You know, if you have a lot of other stuff going on, you're going to have a lot more time and need to recover. If you don't have as much going on, then you have less time to need to recover. But that's one thing to consider is that willpower is a muscle it needs time to recover. So if you pushed to a goal, you met your goal, and now all of a sudden you want to push again and you're like, holy crap, what's happening? I have no discipline. I have no motivation. It's okay. You know, breathe a little bit. <laughs> Make sure you give yourself somewhere in that quarter to half the time that you did push to recover before you push again. Another thing to consider is how bad do you want the new thing? So, it it's normal to not be as motive for, for motivated for a secondary goal than you were for the first goal. So this person really wanted to lose forty pounds because they had been tiring tired of being kind of the the fat guy is what they said when they would go to you know, family events, friend events, they would go like summer vacations on the boat. He would always wear his t-shirt. He never felt comfortable, you know, uh, showing his body. He said, I was just, I'm freaking tired of it. I don't want to be the fat guy anymore. So that was one of the motivating reasons why we pushed so hard and he was able to lose 40 pounds. So he has had years of hatred for being the fat guy (laughs) built up. And that was his motivator for the first goal. For this goal, he doesn't have as much time, as much, like, fire in his belly to get stronger and bigger muscles as much as he did to just not be the fat guy. And that's reasonable. That's that's totally reasonable, very normal. He does not need to beat himself up for that. It makes sense that if I've had something that has bothered me for years, I'm going to be more motivated to do that than I am to say... Okay, I'm, I'm here now. What do I do next? Very normal. <laughs> so if you're on a secondary or tertiary goal or whatever the hell the word is for four, you know, whatever, whatever goal you're on, if you're not as motivated as you were for the first one, that makes total sense. Very normal. So stop beating yourself up and understand that that's okay. Another thing is, does this goal excite you? Maybe you picked you picked this next goal because it was just the the next thing to do. It was it made sense in the sequence of things that you're supposed to do, but does it excite you? You know, I've had people who have done uh, bodybuilding shows. Actually, here's a yeah. So I had a client. They did a couple bodybuilding shows. They got qualified to go to a national level uh, uh, bodybuilding competition. So they're a trainer. They do this for a living. They make money off of it. They sell programs and training and stuff. So we started working together. And the idea was to help them maybe earn a pro card. Well, after they won their local events and they were training for the nationals, their business blew up. They got a lot of requests for programming and they've been super busy doing that. They're really enjoying working with the clients. And what ended what we found out was when they were prepping for the national one, they, they didn't feel as fired up to do it because they were happy with the results they got from the local competitions. They were happy with the results they got in business growth. And they were saying, you know, right now, I'm just, I, I'm more so interested in enjoying the business and learning how to grow with the business. Like learning how to, better manage my time, my efforts, my energy, and all those things. And they said, I'm not, I just don't feel as focused for the nationals. Like, do I eventually want to do it? Sure. Do I eventually want to pro card? Yeah, that would be great. But right now, I'm just so preoccupied with trying to grow the business and build my brand and doing those things that they don't feel the same fire to get ready for the national meet. I mean, national competition. So we were talking, we we're saying, hey, you know, that's okay. It's It's good to know yourself. You know, if you were to try to push for this nationals and you hated it the whole time because you're trying, you'd rather be building your business, you'd rather be talking to all these new people and, and learning new things. And I said, let's just back off on that for a little bit. You know, let's let's still train hard, let's still stay disciplined, make sure you look good in your videos and your photos and stuff, uh, since that's how it's helping to sell your brand. But you don't have to go do that nationals this year. Just take a breath. <laughs> you know, and that can be the case for a lot of people. Is maybe you've reached a goal and you're like, okay, uh, I I should do this next, I guess, but it's not really the thing you want to do, then don't do it. You know, there are a lot of people who, they might do really well in powerlifting, maybe they set some, maybe even they set like national records, or they get like top 20 in the nation, or top 10, or top 5, whatever their big goal was, but they're just not, they're so tired of driving and, and beating the crap out of themselves to try to get those goals, that maybe they switch over to doing a bodybuilding show, because... You know, since they've gotten bigger muscles during the powerlifting part, they want to refine it and see what this goal is like, and that's okay. You know, so if a goal doesn't excite you because you're doing it just because it's what's supposed to be next, don't beat yourself up for that. Maybe you want to put a pause on what that thing is that you think is next and go do something else that kind of excites you and re-motivates you. Another idea is maybe it's time to try a new approach. So maybe you met your goal and you you did eight. Uh, like an approach to get there, you did a, a, a strategy to get there, and you're like, ugh, I'm just kind of bored with that now. <laughs> so, I guess I'll go to my next goal, but I'm just kind of bored. Well, try something new, learn something new. You know, although new things can be challenging, they can also be a really cool way to excite you because you have to learn and invest into new things. So, there's something new to learn, or something more like new to conquer, to, to corral, to control, you know. So, those can sometimes renew discipline renew motivation by simply just trying a new approach and then the fifth thing is maybe the new thing you're doing if it's just yeah i guess i'd like to get a little bit of a bigger muscles or yeah i guess i'd like to get a little stronger or lose a couple pounds if there's no deadline to it there's, there's no pressure then you can find often that your motivation and discipline are going to be they're lacking so you can set a deadline Set a goal, like a target goal. Is there a vacation coming up? Is there a birthday coming up? An anniversary? You know, like what's coming up? Like some of my teachers, they want to do something by the end of the school year. You know, so that way by the summer they can kind of enjoy their summer and not have to try to die over the summer. (laughs) So there's, there's benefit to setting a deadline and increasing the pressure that you feel if part of the reason why you don't have the motivation or the discipline is just because you feel like, hey, what does it matter when I do it? We'll make it matter when you know, like make the win matter. So give a deadline to it, and that can actually increase pressure in a good way, in the sense that it gives you increased discipline and motivation. Now, if that pressure becomes overwhelming, back off. You know, stretch the deadline out a little bit, or give yourself options. You know, say, okay, I'd still like this deadline, but I'm gonna give myself option B as a deadline as well. So don't overcorrect and make it miserable. But if you feel like there's no pressure, give yourself a little bit, and that can help. So if you're struggling with motivation, if you're struggling with discipline after reaching a goal, and you're trying to move on to the next goal, but you're not sure what to do, or you're not doing it very well, (laughs) these five things can be things that you can consider. And if you adjust for them or account for them, it can help kind of give you a better mindset as you're pushing to your next goal. Cool. Well, if you have any questions, just reach out. Our email is brutalirongym at gmail.com. We also have a lot of programming and free information on our website. I'm trying to put up more and more and more. So go check out our website if you haven't looked at it in a while. The website is www.brutalirongym.com. Okay, well, thank you for listening. If you like our podcast, please share it. The more people we share the podcast with, the more people the podcast can help. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> so thank you to those who share it. I really appreciate it, and hopefully the people you share it with will pre- appreciate it as well. Thank you to the people who donate to support the podcast. The podcast is well over $1,000 a year for hosting costs. I give an hour to it every day, and we're going to keep it for free. So you can donate at our website, www.brutalerngym.com. You can do a one-time donation, monthly donation, yearly donation, even just $5 a month. It does It does add up, and it absolutely does help. So thank you to those who do that. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels on Instagram. I post on there every day. And YouTube, I'm starting to post a lot more often, a lot of training education videos. So go check those out as well. If you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email at As always, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.